You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, shout time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Uh, you did say it was going to be a higher-scoring Bruins season, Shime. You did not say that at some point you might play goaltender uh, for the Bruins. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. Honestly, last night was was a tough night for Jeremy Swayman. Uh, some people were trying to convince me it was all on the defense. I disagree. There were some soft goals in there as well, especially early on. Um, and it just, Oh, there definitely were. Down. I yeah. was watching the highlights again this morning because it was almost on the air. He's, he, but it was at least two. Definitely one, maybe two. Definitely one, maybe two. He made it, should have made the save. That's yeah. for sure. It's it's it was it was a tough night for the Sway man. If Linus was in there, the, the Bruins probably win that game, um, which is unfortunate. But alas, I am uh, new rule on the podcast, at least for now, temporary rule. Uh, bet the Bruins overs until further notice. Yeah, it does feel like. And again, I'm no hockey insider, Dale Arnold, but I mean, it seems like they have made a decision, Jim Montgomery. It's a much different approach. Than the previous two coaches, much less like focus on defense. We're going to go score goals. And for three games, people seem to love it. I'll be curious the response today when they get have their doors blown at those same people who were excited about uh, Pasternak scoring a billion points and making a billion dollars. Are they all of a sudden today going to go, oh, they got to tighten up the defense? Which, based on the reaction around here among sports fans the last uh, two weeks, I suspect there'll be all of a sudden angry Bruins fans after one game oh, of their 100%. defense not looking great. And uh, in, in in a sport where normally the beginning of this the beginning of the season there are a lot of overs anyways, just because goalies seem to be what oh, takes longer okay. to, to get right. acclimated to the speed. Um, I mean, you even see goalies like Andre Vasilevsky giving up three goals in his first game. Sergei Bobrovsky the other night against the the Bruins gives up six goals. Like. Really good goalies struggle early, and they don't get into a stride until generally around Thanksgiving time. Um, so overs are all, generally the play in the NHL early in the season anyways. So now with this new offensive system of the Bruins, I want all the overs I can get. These overs are going to start j- skyrocketing. Like you're seeing them now, six, six and a half. These Bruins ones are going to be up in the seven, seven and a half range. I mean, you already see it with the Oilers at seven. Um, they were kind of like the 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 first team to really do this last year too um so i fully expect that these numbers are going to be in the seven seven and a half range soon yeah and given the way they're playing i mean i i'm, I'm with you on that it seems like a nice early trend to, to be invested in you know goaltender slow start which i didn't know i learned that from the prince of pucks here this morning just eight seconds ago and now we get the bruins who are putting more of the emphasis uh on offense how did the shine time prince of pucks bets go Last not night good. here on the project. Let's let's just say uh, hold not good. We went zero and two. We missed on the little parlay. Both teams actually lost in that parlay, shockingly. Um, and then the Bruins money line did not hit. Um, they they tried though. I got to give the Bruins credit. They really tried to battle back, but the goalie said, uh, "Sorry, can't do it." So, wow. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. As far as the Celtics went last night, uh, they played really well at home. Uh, so did Joel Embiid. So did uh, James uh, James Harden. Like so. MVP stuff for one game probably stays uh, about the same. If you were excited about any of the guys involved, you bet on Jason Tatum or Harden or uh, Embiid, you feel good. Uh, what you don't feel good about is all that money that came in on both unders. Both both unders were hammered, Shime. And I think I think I read today 
that the late game, Golden State Lakers, went over by like 70 points? Went over the over? Yeah. By like 70 points or something? Holy shit with the over stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, wow. our, guy, our guy Nick Fryer came on here yesterday and said his two plays in the game last night were Jalen Brown over 22 and a half. That cash. Thank that. you, Fryer. I uh, boosted that. Thank you, DraftKings. Um, and then the under of 216 and a half, which did not, in fact, hit, unfortunately. Not even but, close. Not the, the Celtics scored 120 by themselves. Yeah, that was wild. So um, you knew that was that. Bet was dead basically in the third quarter when it was like 198 already. So, um, but that's fine. It is what it is. It's the first game of the season, and we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, one bet I was toying with was talking to Fry yesterday. Didn't eventually make it. They listed uh, so last year, Jason Tatum averaged 26.9 points per game. That yep. was his, his average. They made that as his over under for scoring this year. While I was asking Fryer about that, was is there a chance that? Like, A, well, I'm not, I didn't say this, but it, well, I'll, I'll say it now, is that Tatum really did take his game to a next level. Uh, and that Joe Mazzulla will be a guy that gets him more involved offensively. I don't know about that second part, but he looked really good last night. And I, I wish I had bet it. I'm not having buyer's remorse completely after just one game, but he, he was uh, the focal point of the offense. They played really well. Uh, and against the 76ers team that people think are going to be uh, potentially in the mix uh, with the Celtics for an Eastern Conference final. But I'll be watching tonight, full slate of games in the NBA tonight. Uh, I'll be watching to see if some, how these overs do. You're 2-0 to the over on opening night. Let's see how the overs look. Is there a chance that, uh, like, goalies take a while to get going? Is there a chance that defense, Shime, takes a while to get going in the NBA? Mm. I think there's a full slate of seven games. I'll be watching tonight and keeping tabs because I'd like to take advantage of this early in the year because NBA betting is really, really hard. Yes. Really, really, really yes, hard. I, I've talked about this before. I like I like betting the NBA playoffs. You can bet on the series, and you get, it's like at every other night, you're not just hammered with it. Uh, betting the NBA on a regular basis takes really, really, like, it, it's hard. It, it's two, it takes two things. One, it takes projections, uh, and I don't have a projection system. Like, I, I pay for projections in certain sports, but I don't have one right now yep. for the NBA. It also, you have to be really flexible in and around, like, when uh, the injuries come out. So in the NBA, for those that don't know, like an hour and a half before game time, they'll do the starting lineup, and they'll say, like, oh, so-and-so might not play, scratch, whatever. And that changes everything in the NBA. And unless you can be live betting it and make bets when the when they whether it's totals, player props, either side, unless you are confident that when you're betting it, the injuries aren't going to change your opinion, it's one of those things. Time where I, if I lived in a state where we could do it and, and bet like right where I am, like if I'm at work, it's six o'clock and so and so is scratch, and I want to bet. But betting these games at two o'clock in the afternoon, where I'm betting a lot of the stuff before going into work in the great state of New Hampshire. Just more difficult for me to do. So any edge I can get, I look for. And so I'm just saying I'm looking for uh, potentially overs early in the year based on what I saw yesterday. Just yeah, a, a I, think, I think that's a smart way to approach it, and uh, hopefully we can kind of capitalize on it a little bit. I have nothing in the NBA tonight. I have two baseball playoff bets I want to get off my chest. Do you have anything? The Prince of Pucks have any uh, Wednesday night hockey bets for the people? Uh, yeah, so I do. So one of them is a contingent because I don't exactly know who is starting in net for the Colorado Avalanche. Okay. I don't know if it's Alexander Georgiev or if it's going to be Philip Frankus. Uh, if it is, in fact, Georgiev, I want to lay the one and a half points on the puck line for the Colorado Avalanche tonight uh, against the Winnipeg Jets. So it would put you at plus 110 is that number, which is awesome. I love that. So Colorado needs to win by two two goals or more. And that's if who plays? That is if Alexander Georgiev is the starting goalie. If Philip Frankus is the starting goalie. Oh, I remember him from last year. Yes, yeah. I want the over in this game of six and a half. So oh, that's so, wow. so I want a bet with either goalie, but it's a different bet. So if it's Georgiev in net, we want to take Colorado on the puck line. If it is Frankus in net, we want to take the over six and a half in this game. 
All right, so the Bruins off until tomorrow. Um, I guess, Shime, you're leaning over for Bruins and Ducks tomorrow at the uh, Garden? Yeah, 100%. The number is not out yet, but I can I can bet your sweet ass that I'm going to be betting the over in that game. At the very least, the Bruins team total over. Uh, the final four is set in baseball. We saw the Phillies win last night thanks to a couple home runs, solo shots by Bryce Harper and uh, Kyle Schwarber, Kyle from Waltham. They Ooh. lead one nothing in their series over the Padres. Uh, and now we get the Yankees and the Astros, the matchup that we were sort of hoping for. Uh, as far as the American League went, all this complaining about uh, teams not making it. This is what we wanted in the American League. I have a pre-playoff bet at about plus 475 on the Astros to win the World Series. So I'm not going to bet the American League game one today. I will bet the National League game two, and I'll bet a couple of bets. First bet I'm going to make is in the first five innings, Sean, they posted an over-under at three and a half runs. I want the over, specifically because I want to fade Blake Snell. Uh, in this matchup, okay. uh, he, he had a good middle portion of the season. He has faded down the stretch. The Phillies are one of the best teams against the style of pitcher that Blake Snell has been. I think the Phillies have a good chance to go up 2 nothing in this series. Uh, my heart is rooting for Philadelphia, uh, as well as some of you cashed a will-they-make-the-playoffs-bet on uh, their manager and Thompson and the Phillies. So first five innings, over three and a half runs, and then I also like the Phillies as a smaller bet uh, on the money line tonight at even money. I, I, think, that, Ooh, okay. uh, I, I think that they can win this game outright. Uh, I like the pitching matchup for the Phillies. I like their edge right now. The Padres, when they lost their uh, stud, uh, they've not just they've not been the same offensively. You know, since uh, Tatis ended up getting banged, uh, they have some good players, obviously. But I want to fade the Padres. So I want to say luck boxed into this by getting past the Dodgers, but they're just not as good. The Phillies are on a roll. So first five innings over three and a half runs, uh, playing against Snell in that spot, and I want the Phillies money line. Uh, at even money, uh, and I, I I like we get a baseball game at 4:30. We get one at seven. I like live sports on the air when I'm on the air, uh, and I'll be into the baseball here with these final four. I like this final four. I would love uh, a Houston Philadelphia uh, World Series. Hell yeah, honest. that would be a lot of fun. Go ahead. Uh, also, if you are betting with DraftKings, if you are up in the great state of New Hampshire like myself or Mutt, placing your bets. They're uh, they not have a sponsor a- of the show, so I'm nope. not sure what you're about to say, but uh, they're not a sponsor of the show. Go nope, ahead. they are not. But I just want this is more for our listeners. There is a oh. boost There is a boost on Kevin Durant tonight uh, to score 20-plus points. That's from minus 1,000 to plus 100. So uh, take advantage of that as you will. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um I'm sure he's projected to score well over 20 points. Yep, that's the whole point. Then I again, also though, wonder. Did you ooh, see what ooh, happened ooh. the other day on Thursday? So Justin Herbert had thrown a touchdown pass in 30 straight games, and I think it was it was either FanDuel or DraftKings had boosted his touchdown prop to throw one touchdown from minus 250 to plus 100 to even money. And what happened? Justin Herbert didn't throw a touchdown pass against did the they, Denver Broncos. Do they still? Did they still pay people out on that? No. He didn't throw a touchdown pass. Yeah, so they, I wondered. They didn't win. I wondered because, like, I wonder for one of the things, like, because it's a. Ma- I'm looking at it now. It's a max twenty five dollar bet. Yep. So it's almost like one of these promo bets. Like it's like, hey, you're basically going to get twenty five dollars free. I was wondering, looking at this after you said it, are they going to pay? If, they, if he scores nineteen points, will they pay people out? But probably not. They didn't pay people out for Herbert. Yeah. I could see that, but I mean, I, he's projected to score somewhere in the mid twenties. Uh, I can. I can see myself easily placing this uh, when I drive the great state of New Hampshire. Yep, wanted um, to make sure you were aware. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, Patriots line is still eight. I do see a couple 39 and a halfs out there. Shine, oh, prime baby. time Numbers under is Let's go. under 40 points. Now, you are, are you sticking to if this gets under 40, it's an auto bet for you on the yep, under for 100%. Pat's Bears Monday night? Anything between 37 and a half and 39 and a half, I am betting. Any of those numbers from 37 and a half to 39 and a half, I am betting the under all the time. 
All right. Uh, anything else with this game? We had no news from yesterday today other than just sports radio stuff that we can – you spend time on your show. I'll spend four hours on it uh, tonight. But nothing from a gambling standpoint, right, as far as affecting the line or anything like that. Well, yeah, so the one thing, though, is uh, Doug Kaya did tweet out just a little bit ago that uh, Mac Jones uh, – from a source, Mac Jones is 85 to 90% healthy. Um, wow. So – more reports that Mac Jones might be closer closer to starting, which could affect this line at some point. So if you like the Patriots at eight and you think Mac Jones will move that line even farther down, you might want to hop in I think it will. sooner rather than later. I think it will. And if you're waiting to play these teasers to try to make sure you get through that magic number of three, like you can get it right now, you yep. can get it down to two. And Patriots win by a field goal, you win. If you're building teasers around this, I think a lot of people are going to. Better do it now. Uh, I, I would do it now. In fact, I'm making a note right now to make sure that I, I find – um, some tease partners for this because I think the Patriots, you know, they don't win by eight. I think they win this game by a field goal. It's Justin Fields uh, against Bill Belichick. Uh, Bill Belichick's chance to break the George Hallis or pass him for number two all time against the Bears. He's going to be motivated whether it's Mac or Bailey's happy. I want that number through three uh, on the teaser. So if you're thinking about that, I would play it now because Chime's right. I, I said yesterday I think it's going to go higher, uh, and I think the Mac Jones news, like full, full practice Mac Jones not limited – Watch out. Well, yep. I, that's, that, that will move. It'll move. Um, I have any, anything else for you today. Oh, 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 oh. So they're not listed yet for Thursday, Shine. Okay, because they, they're very limited. Prop bets available for Thursday Night Football right now because okay. of the injury situation. Yep. It's Cardinals and Saints tomorrow night. Um, the one that when they do post it, I'll be interested in, and this goes back to something we talked about last week, the, the Cardinals and the Seahawks are the two worst defenses against tight ends in the NFL. Okay. Uh, the Saints aren't going to have Mike Thomas. They're not going to have Jarvis Landry. And I'm basing this on it's, it's a short week. Neither guy practiced yesterday. So it's again going to be Traquan uh, Smith on one side, Marquez Calloway on the other, that rookie they mixed in, Shahid, who had that big touchdown run. But limited targets for Andy Dalton. I'm going to want to be very interested in the line when they post it for Juwan Johnson's tight end props. For the Ooh, Saints. Okay. He's yeah. their starting tight end. When they use Taysom Hill, it's in a quarterback and running back role. They're not really throwing in the ball or a this year. Role. Yeah. And he's by the way, he's good at all those roles. I just I, when he steals touchdowns from uh, Alvin Kamara, it bothers me because I play a lot of Alvin Kamara. So hundred percent. Yeah, he's only caught like one pass this year. Yeah. So Juwan Johnson is not very good. I'm not here to tell you he's like some great tight end, but he plays a bunch of snaps, he plays a tight end role, and Dalton likes to check down. And against a team that gives up a lot of yards and catches and fantasy points to tight ends. I'll be very interested in Juwan Johnson over props tomorrow once it is listed. And it's not to your there point. Yet. There's nothing there, so go ahead. I'm just pointing that out now. Yeah. They may list it at some point today. May have to wait until tomorrow anyway. But Juwan Johnson, Saints, tight end against the Cardinals. Really interesting spot for Thursday Night Football. Well, and to your point, the last three Dalton games, four targets, two targets, but that was that weird game against the Seahawks where their Taysom Hill was just scoring every time. And then six targets against Cincinnati. So – I definitely think that there's an opportunity there if it's the right number. Really, really interesting. Um, yeah, I take we're not, again so limited right now. A bunch of Camara stuff is up there, Kyler Murray stuff, but because of the injuries and also the other injury side uh, is the backfield for the Cardinals. Like yeah. they're just oh, completely yeah. banged up. Definitely. You know, it's Eno Benjamin. Uh, I see a couple of books have a lineup for him, but not a lot of books. And obviously, they got to post. If he's the only running back, they'll have to post his number probably too high to get involved in the over. Maybe you can. Play the under on Eno. Uh, but that's Thursday Night Football. We'll have a breakdown of that tomorrow on the show. We'll have a, a pick and some props for the Thursday Night Football. We'll have Bruins action tomorrow as well. I want to remind people, uh, Monday night, Bears and Patriots. Shime and I will sure. be chatting 
uh, on the BetQL app. Our buddy uh, uh, Scotty, who hangs out with the chat, and he tweets us all the time over at the New Balance Gym, the best gym in Boston, quite frankly. Um, he was like, "You guys, oh, you guys are chatting on Twitch. No, 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 we're not on Twitch. We're chatting in the BetQL app. Yep, It's an app. You download it. There's a chat feature. You and I will be chatting before, during, right after the game. Bets we like, bets we've won, bets we've lost, inside on the game. But you have to shine. Download the BetQL app. We are not doing this on Twitch. Correct. Yes, it is on the BetQL app. Just go to your app store on your smartphone. You can download the BetQL app, make an account so that you can actually access it when we go live. And then we will be live on the BetQL app uh, chatting about all our bets throughout the course of the game and how the game's going. It's all that. It's, it's just that simple. Yep. Uh, and as this podcast, as far as this podcast goes, we tell you every day, uh, best way to support it, subscribe, rate, and review Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, the Odyssey app. There's going to be a mass gaming meeting tomorrow that's Ooh, to okay. re- released the list of all the applicants who applied for uh, licenses here in the state. May get that list tomorrow. Expected to be about thirty plus long. Oh yeah. Um, then we'll wait months, months and months and months for legalized <laughs> sports betting uh, here in the state. Excellent note about the Durant thing, Shime. I'm on my way to the great state of New Hampshire. Thank you. I do some grocery shopping and put some bets in for the afternoon. Uh, you enjoy your day, buddy. And we'll talk tomorrow for Thursday night football. Sounds you, good, Mud. I'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya.